Yoav Julian on the brown note and Saudi Arabia and Iran, how China is rising and America is falling. This is the biggest story in the world since COVID. And it's barely, for very good reasons, being reported in Western news media. China brokering a deal between longtime golf rivals Iran and Saudi Arabia is a broader sign of a changing global order. China's efforts to broker a deal between Iran and Saudi Arabia have been seen by analysts as a sign of a changing order. During talks in Beijing on Friday just gone, Saudi Arabia and Iran agreed to re-establish diplomatic relations and open their embassies within two months. The agreement also stipulated affirming the respect for the sovereignty of the state of states and non-interference in the internal affairs of the states. China's role as a mediator in resolving the long-standing issues between the regional foes hadn't been made public prior to the announcement. Wang reportedly said China will continue to play a constructive role. Um, he added that as a good faith, reliable mediator, China has fulfilled its duties. The Gulf countries severed ties in 2016 when Saudi Arabia executed a prominent Shia Muslim scholar triggering protests in Iran. However, the geopolitical conflict goes back decades. Both sides have stood on opposing sides and engaged in proxy wars in many conflict zones in the Middle East. In Yemen, currently with the war into its eighth year, the Houthi rebels are backed by Iran and the Riyadh, uh, lead, uh, well, Riyadh leads the military coalition to support the government. Not to mention the wars in Iraq, Afghanistan and Syria. This is huge stuff. What happened is... So... Geopolitics, in a way, has been defined by America's support of Saudi Arabia and Israel since the 1940s. Less so in Israel's case. They only really supported Israel from the 60s, pretty much, in any formidable way. But... Saudi Arabia, since oil was found there, the Americans went straight in. They backed everything the Saudis did. The Saudis are the Sunni side of the, Mus of the Muslim equation. Iran, on the other hand, to the north were the Shia Muslims uh, who have been at each other's throats for over a thousand years, but also seem to be backed by Russia. Pretty much most of the global conflict of this century has revolved around that paradigm where the hawks in America will do anything at all to attack Iran and as we've seen Syria. Syria is seen as part of the Russia-Iran Shia Muslim bloc and Israel and Saudi Arabia are seen as part of the Sunni Muslim bloc. Um, or at least that geopolitical wing which America supports and the Western world by de facto, de facto supports the South. And that's led to uh, all of the wars that we've seen in the Middle East and even the more recent ones where you've seen America siding with um, Islamic State in Syria against the Shia pro-Iran, pro-Russia Assad government. Um, it's it's defined geopolitics for a very long time. 
how Israel feels about this is going to be a mind-blowing thing. They will not be happy at all. Um, and America won't be happy because they have been bank... They have been funneling tens of billions of dollars of an arms into Saudi Arabia for a very long time. And the hawks in America have been attacking Iran no matter what happens for a very long time. The Obama administration brokered a peace deal with Iran, which is probably the best thing uh, in international relationships that Obama ever did. Trump came in and just blew it out of the water um, because they want that warlike paradigm to exist they don't want peace with iran and now you've got china waltzing in and brokering peace between saudi and iran the saudis would have been completely against the obama deal with iran and now they're making peace themselves this is a huge global paradigm shift away from american hegemony and it's a slap in the face why did the Saudis do this? You can only surmise that they believe the future is China. Or in the very least, they think that America's leadership of the world is failing and fading and will be replaced. And they don't want to hedge their bets with America anymore. <coughs> Saudi Arabia has probably the largest amount of US dollars in their bank accounts of any nation on earth. And we've seen what happens when any nation such as uh, Iraq or Gaddafi's Libya talk about ditching the US dollar as the denomination of oil. So what's happened so far over the last 70 years or however long is that any barrel of oil sold is sold in US dollars, any barrel of oil bought. <coughs> so countries like Saudi Arabia sell a barrel of oil get US dollars, put it in your bank account. This has led to an artificial inflation of the value of the US dollar. And the primary reason to go to war in Iraq that anyone's ever come up with is that Saddam Hussein re-denominated all of his assets in US dollars into euros. And other countries that have talked about doing so have suffered the same murderous fate as Gaddafi, invasion and death. Colonel Gaddafi, State sponsor of terrorism globally for decades, not removed from office. Mentions a pan-African currency to re-denominate African oil into an African currency. Removed from office and murdered. They reckon the US dollar will collapse by 40% if all of the world's oil reserve money, all that bank account money, was flooded back into the market. This is a, a complete paradigm. We've talked about the end of empire, the end of the American empire, the end of the Anglo empire. I think this is one of the biggest elements. We're seeing American influence in the world take the same path it always has done, which is war, which is the military industrial complex. We've seen it in Iran. This devastating conflict has been whipped into a frenzy and extended as long as possible with billions and billions of dollars going to American arms manufacturers under the guise of peace, whilst never brokering any sort of peace. Meanwhile, in Australia, we've got our newspapers talking up war with China. China hasn't gone around the world waving its sabre. China's gone around the world brokering diplomatic relationships, often over decades. 
often using economics, not invading, not flooding with bombs, not encouraging wars to never end. And now you've got the Saudis actually saying, you know what, maybe the future is China here. So maybe America has reached a certain kind of endgame with Saudi Arabia. It's princeling in the Middle East. They don't really care as much about Israel, no matter what they say. Israel is an ideological proposition for them. Saudi Arabia is something that has been integral to American growth through oil for decades. And whatever the Saudis and the Israelis want, they got, including any side on any war. And now you've got Saudi joining up with Iran. And the BRIC nations. So at the moment, the BRIC nations have something like $30 trillion a year, uh, China, India, Russia, and Brazil, the emerging mega economies. And now there's talk of Mexico joining them, and maybe at some point, even Iran and Saudi Arabia. These nations would very soon completely eclipse America and the European Union as far as GDP goes. China's not far off becoming the biggest. Still is the European Union, followed by America, followed by China. But it's accepted that China will lead that individual country status pretty soon. And then you add in India and Brazil and Russia. Russia is a very telling point here. The Saudis will be aligning themselves with China and Russia more than America if all of this goes through. And this leaves America nowhere to go. And I would say this to Australia. When you've got Peter Harcher in the Sydney Morning Herald drumming up war with China to kiss ass to America, we're betting on the wrong horse.